I am just furious. It's 9.20 in the morning on Monday. Whoever is doing whatever can go straight to hell. Call me back now or see me in face. And trust me, you won't want that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the HOA Show. I am the host, Jason Hurst. And joining me today, Kelsey, Brian, and Mary, we're all here. We're going to be t- talking about some good stuff today and having a good time. How are you guys doing? Great. Super duper. Wow. Okay. Look at that. Mary and Kelsey in, in unison. In Great. I think we always wow. <laughs> Did you guys like plan that or anything? Yeah, we, we scheduled this beforehand exactly what we're going to say and count it down. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, that's good. And just give the, give each Only other, that part, give though, each other the, the look. And then yeah. it's just great. <laughs> Lights up. Uh, before we get into our open topic, we're going to talk about our sponsor. Uh, the HOA Show is brought to you by HomeCerts.com, your number one source for resale documents, FHA renewals, and reserve studies. Instantly downloadable for your convenience. Convenience, homecerts.com, H-O-M-E-C-E-R-T-S.com. All right, what are we talking about today, guys? Anybody? I'm very excited. Okay, what do you got? We're talking about how you need to pick your property manager wisely. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's, that's Kelsey's good. gig. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a great one, so I think Brian's pretty great, too. But You guys going to pub each other up, huh? Is that yeah, what it is? Oh, okay. I think so. Hey, you got to. I mean, you have to pick your property manager wisely because if you pick someone who isn't going to take care of the things you ask them to take care of, they're not going to help you out, answer your questions, get you good advice. Um, your HOA can go downhill pretty fast. Yeah. And I think uh, Mary said you have you have a story to start us off. Is that I right? Do. Okay, cool. So thanks everyone for sending in your stories. We love to get to laugh and cry along with you. Uh, this week we got a great story from a listener uh, about a gentleman and his run-ins with his HOA board and his version of revenge. So we wanted to share it with you. Remember to choose your board members and your property managers carefully. And as a member of an HOA, just make sure you follow the rules. So there, this person lives in a small town kind of a rural community and within the rural community there's a really nice area which is a homeowners association that includes a golf course and um, over time one of the members of the homeowners association started feeling like he was super picked on by the board oh that never happens I don't know if they were really in fact picking on him or if he wasn't behaving and following the rules, which is probably more likely. <laughs> but you never know. So it could have been a little bit of both. But he felt like he was picked on. They kept, you know, finding him for the color he stained his fence and that his mailbox was the wrong brick and things like that. So um, some time went by, and he had several run-ins with the board. And the board members apparently loved to golf. They golfed all the time, and they golfed together a lot. <clears throat> they were good friends. And when they golfed, they liked to drink pretty heavily. And so they would all take their little individual golf carts that they owned and zip around, you know. And in a lot of golf courses, when you are on the golf course, to go from one hole to another, from a fairway to a hole or whatever, sometimes you have to cross a public street to do that. So anyway, this homeowner happened to be a member of the State Highway Patrol and figured out that these board members were driving their golf carts across this public street. So we got this brilliant idea that he would get back at them by parking on the street and waiting for them to zip across the road from hole to hole in their golf carts and pull them over and give them a DUI. Which <laughs> I love this. <laughs> which he totally did. Wow. <laughs> I love no this. Way. Wow. So down the road, apparently they all got DUIs, and um, the kerfluffle actually ended 
in the changing of a state law because they appealed their DUIs and the state changed the law to that you couldn't get a DUI for driving just across the public road from golf course to golf course that you would have to actually be intentionally driving down the road (laughs) i feel (laughs) like driving is driving (laughs) but i think that that is the best revenge story i've ever heard that's awesome (laughs) that's amazing revenge hoa i love it there you go (laughs) that's a great story yeah i was like and they got the law changed because of that one rule (laughs) i know or incident yeah isn't that amazing that's crazy. Don't drink and drive with your golf carts, people. That's right. <laughs> so, so now e- effectively, it's legal to drink and drive on a golf in, in a, a golf, golf cart. In the in golf, golf cart. cart, as long as you're not. Apparently, from what I understood, you couldn't like intentionally drive down the public streets, but to cross the public street to go from you know one hole to another, whatever was okay. But if, if you did take well, those golf carts down, I'm the road, assuming then that, that they took issue. like their golf carts home though. Like uh, they had to probably uh, drive them on the streets afterwards I'm to sure get they them probably home. Did. So zigzag across the street. <laughs> That's right, just go back and forth, back and forth. What could possibly go wrong? There's a I hole mean, in my backyard. That's There's right. one in my backyard. I'm just getting to it. <laughs> just drive through the fence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna move along to some reviews that we got on Google. We thought it'd be a fun idea to you know, to read some reviews and see see how people think and what they think uh, about HOAs. And this is gonna be fun. Uh, Brian, why don't you start us off? Here's a random review from a random HOA company, not mentioning where it is, but random. It's a one-star review. They're critical on the professionalism and responsiveness. They said, terrible. They couldn't manage their way out of a paper bag, and we are to believe that they could manage properties. Gross incompetence and highly unprofessional. I wonder what their hiring credentials are. Breathing? Question mark. Wow. Yeah. That's rough. That's <laughs> impressive right there. Yeah. At least they're breathing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Come very over here. Least. Can you fog this mirror? <laughs> Good. You're hired. Done. You can be a property <laughs> manager. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't mention any specifics, though. It makes you wonder what what kind of issue they had. So here's always the thing I think is interesting when when reading reviews for a management company for anything. When they have one review and it's negative, I think it's bots. I think it's I think it's. Someone's paying for a service either to make another company look bad, but but it's usually one reviews, one review total and one star to me are always the flags. They do say that negative political advertising works. So <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, you know. Any PR is good PR. That's what Go I on. always say. That's right. All publicity is good unless they misspell your name. Also true. So I, I think that one of the things that we need to to differentiate, and, and now would probably be a good time to do that, the difference between the HOA board and the property manager, uh, because a lot of times I think a lot of people uh, think that it's all the, you know, the property manager is the one that's making all of the decisions and uh, telling everybody what they need to do. And, and you know, and really, as Brian just pointed out, the the property manager is there to, for lack of a better term, the property management manager is just there to carry out the will of the board. That's yeah. what it is. The board is the one that... Uh, makes the decisions and the property manager's job is to just sort of uh, carry out the, whatever the board wishes to do. So let's uh, dive into that real quick. Somebody give me a definition of an HOA board. It's essentially just a group of homeowners who have volunteered to serve on a board that helps kind of oversee what projects get done in the association. They help with financial things, different decisions, and they're typically the ones who are walking around doing violation reports and saying, you've had your Christmas lights up too long, or there's dog poop everywhere, or your yard hasn't been maintained. But they're just volunteers and they're homeowners, sure. so they care about the association sure. just as much as you do. Sure. 
and and they hire a property management company, and the property management company's job is to to carry out the will of the board because the board can't do it themselves. They don't have the the ability, the capacity to be able to do that. So a property management company is set up, and the property management company they're the ones that carry out the will. So if you get a fine. You didn't get a fine just because the property manager was having a bad day. You know, just because he, he, it's not like he woke up on the wrong side of the bed and was like, oh man, I'm giving that guy a fine for dog poop. That's it. <laughs> that's that's all there is to it. I'm giving this guy a fine because he left his trash can out too long or, or whatever, or I can see it from the road. It's not the property manager. Read your CCNRs, read your bylaws. It'll be in there, um, whatever the violation is. And the property manager's job is to just carry out the will of the board. Uh, so if you really have a problem with what's going on, you really want to come to your HOA meeting and bring it up with the board because they're the ones that are in, that they're telling, you know, are setting the rules. They're setting whatever, like they pick the, they pick the landscape company. They're the ones who decide what the fines are for certain violations. Um, so the HOA board is ultimately in charge and the property manager just carries it out. So next time that you get all angry with your property manager and your property management company, remember that really what you want to be doing is getting angry at your board. All right, you, don't want to, you don't necessarily want to get angry at your board, but it is the board that is the ones that, that make all the rules. So if you have a complaint, you'll want to show up to the HOA meeting and talk to the board. That's how that's going to work. Or yeah, send but, an email. Yeah, you, you or know, send an email. And, and, and sure. you, can get angry at the, you can get angry at the manager or the board through the property manager, sure. send it through the right. proper sure. channels, send it through the property manager, and you can dispute fines, you can dispute uh, violations, just do it in writing in a nice way. The other thing to consider too is that the board is not willy-nilly just imparting their will upon all the homeowners. They're your neighbors. They live under the same CCNRs that you do. Right. So it's important that everyone understands the CCRs when they move into a property because that really is where the rules and regulations come from. Right. That is where the HOA board goes to determine what those rules are. And then they can add to that and, like you said, apply fines, those kinds of things. But the board is also, I mean, if they're acting just totally on their own, they're acting out of place. Mm -hmm. So they need to be following those CCNRs too right. in order to apply those laws, and the, or not laws, but those rules. Yeah. Well, I think people feel move into a homeowners association because of those rules. They feel comfortable knowing that somebody does have oversight right. to make sure that the car isn't parked on the front lawn, on jacks, you know, that they're not running a, a, a wrecking crew or demolition in the backyard. You know, right. the, it protects the homeowners from these things going on that you don't have those protections just in a regular single family non-HOA property. Um, and, and you're right, everyone's subject to the same rules, which I think is comforting. You know, property managers don't love going out and sending violations. We don't drive through and go, ooh, what can I find somebody for that today? That is not the joy in my day that I get no. when I do I these drive-throughs, I promise. And, 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 and every letter you send out, it's not just one letter. It's not the time to go out and look at it, to write the letter and send it off and, okay, I don't have to deal with that again. No, you're going to get a phone call. You're going to get an angry letter in response to your violation. Right. Then you're going to have the neighbor complaining, why didn't this happen? Then they show up to the board meeting. Like it, it is, there's a lot that goes into one violation letter that gets sent out. And there's, you know, there's feelings that go behind those too. You know, people don't want to be fined and people don't want to be told what they can and can't do on their property. But if you live in an HOA, you kind of gave away that right. Like you're subject to the rules of when you moved in. Yeah, true. And if you don't want to be subject to the rules, then don't live in an HOA. Right. Although that's becoming increasingly hard to do these days because, you know, so many communities are become, you know, are 
forming HOAs uh, for that exact reason that you talked about, because they like to have somebody basically in charge and have the oversight uh, of what's going on. Um, obviously, your property manager is going to have input. He's going to do some research on what the best uh, landscaping companies are, uh, what's the best pool maintenance company. And that's the, that's the other part of the property manager's job. They are the ones that, that find out all that information because homeowners, you know, they have jobs, they have lives. They don't have time to sit around and, and do that, all, you know, and, and, and read through all of the wonderful Google reviews that we've got. <laughs> so they don't have time to do all that. So that's uh, the property manager, the property manager, that is the property manager's job. That's part of their job description. They get paid for that. So they will come to the board meetings and they will provide options for landscaping and pool maintenance and, and you know, when you need to replace the roof and fix the concrete and so on and so forth. The property manager will, will provide all that information, but it's ultimately up to the board to be the ones to decide what they want to do. I think the HOA manager too, the, the HOA manager gets blamed and the management company gets blamed for everything that goes wrong on the property. Of course. It, it's always their fault. Of course. Um, and, and that's okay. That's the job. That's the gig. But we don't, the property manager doesn't have a vote. They don't get to choose who the landscaper is. They can make recommendations and suggestions sure. and they go out and get all the bids to sure. present to the board. But the ultimate decision, they don't even have a vote in it. We just carry out the, the board's uh, wishes. Uh-huh. And you know, I, I'd say if, if there are any concerns or complaints about the way that the properties run, uh, the landscaping of fine, you know, be nice to your property manager. They, they, they will go to bat for you if you're nice to them. If you're, if you're a total jerk to them and you're yelling and screaming, I mean, we have emails, emails, voicemails, Google reviews of people just super upset that it's our fault. Be nice to, be nice to your manager. Cause they are the ones who, who I'm not saying that they, they can sway it one way or the other, but if you're kind of a jerk to them, they're not going to go out of their way to try to help you. They're not going to go to bat for you. No. I think some of the confusion that comes in from homeowners uh, that live in an association blaming the property manager is that the check every month usually goes to that property management oh, company. Yeah. Yeah. And so they think, well, I'm paying you to do all of these things and to provide all these things. And that's not necessarily true. The property management company is taking that money in, dispersing it per the board's direction right. um, to the pool maintenance company or that they've chosen, which have been chosen by a group of homeowners in your neighborhood who you've elected <laughs> to represent you. And so if you choose not to um, abide by that or that you're not happy with those people, you can always run for the board, get on the board and try to right. make changes that way. So fun, uh, fun HOA manager experience. I had a homeowners association that they had, they didn't have the individual toters. They had the dumpsters. So they had the common area dumpsters where people would throw right. their trash away. Right. right. Now, the idea is you want the trash to go in the dumpster. Sure. Okay. A lot, lot of people, <laughs> they, they wouldn't yeah. open it up. They wouldn't <laughs> open the gate. They just fling it over the gate and kind of, eh, well, it's in the area. So gotcha. I, I don't have to pick it up. <laughs> Big problem. And it, it was causing the costing the HOA a lot of money because we had to send maintenance out to go clean up all this trash that people couldn't put in a dumpster. And the trash guys aren't going to do it. Nope. That's no, not what they're paid for. That's not for. their job. Um, so the board instructed us to actually go out and dig through the trash cans or the trash bags that were not in the dumpster and get some information for the people who were throwing huh? stuff wait, away. Wait, wait, no, wait. What? Yeah. You, they wanted you to go through the trash? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dig through the trash. Once like you're the, the police, public, and all of a sudden you're, you're hey, looking for that, clues. Once that can's on the curb, it's a it's fair game. Anyone can go through it. Wow, that's how the, that's how no the police do it. Ryan, you are all over that. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this one, 
where oh uh, no i see this guy we got the bag <laughs> oh god i don't want it uh, and the maintenance guy starts sending me pictures uh the first picture was this person's prescription like, okay. like their pill bottle with what their prescription was okay then it zooms out um and the the pill bottle was sitting on top of some uh attire that that people wear that they had thrown away okay. in the same bag sure and the third one was a collection notice with the homeowner's name on it oh. right there so it nice. was all three of these things put it they threw away in the trash <laughs> and didn't put it in the dumpster so when we sent them the violation we i chose the one that had all three of the the, the items in sure. there. <laughs> sure. and she was pissed and, and i get it i understand why she was upset but, right but it was our fault that she didn't put her trash can in the thing and she got a fine and how insensitive we were for doing this we were just trying to solve the problem right that she and other homeowners were creating but the tra the trash one that that's a fun way to solve a trash problem is start digging through people's trash and sending pictures of what they threw away <laughs> in order to substantiate a violation. Jeez, oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> Did she pay the fine? Paid the fine. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think she'd have any. You can't fight well, it. Yeah. yeah. I, if you bring that up, if you bring that up in an open HOA meeting, obviously there's going to be pictures, and then all of a sudden, all the board members are going to want to see the pictures. Sure. Yeah. And then you're, and then the people in the group or the meeting are going to want to sure. see the pictures. Like who want? Sure. Who wants to make that public display even worse? Yeah. yeah. So uh, just pay, pay the, the fine and move forward. Go. Put your yeah. trash away. And now she throws the trash in the can every single time, mm -hmm. guaranteed. Yeah. We had one uh, different community where it was third story of the condo. And the, the trash bin was, I'm going to say, 40, maybe 40 yards away, linear feet 40 yards away. But this is the third story of a condo, and the, the dumpster was down below. They had a new baby, uh, and they didn't want to keep the diapers out inside the home or outside of the door. So they were just 40-yard hucking the diapers no. into the dumpsters. About half of them made it in there. So he wasn't a quarterback <laughs> is what I'm guessing. It's no. only half made nope. it. I think I may own a unit in that complex. <laughs> I think you and do. I think I have a tenant on the second story because they were complaining about raining diapers. Yeah. <laughs> they and better have wrapped them were landing tight. On the, on the garage. Oh, we, we, yeah. the oh, we, kept, we kept finding all these, these diapers outside of the dumpster and we're like, how? Is someone just come out and they have that bad of a shot that they can't hit the dumpster right. from over the yeah. fence? About a week later, we got a video and it it just says, <laughs> you know, wait for it. And then you just see this diaper go, you know, 40 yards for 40 feet in the air, 40 yards out. Oh, <laughs> my just God. Miss the dumpster. <laughs> I cleaned up thing. a few of those, Brian. I cleaned up a few of those. <laughs> they they <laughs> expect that nobody was going to figure out who it was. Yeah, just hug it real on. quick, shut the door. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you have to wrap those pretty tightly so that when they hit on impact, it doesn't explode. Oh, it's about 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> Same with the shots in the dumpster. about 50-50. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so gross. That's bad. Not, that's not pleasant at all. It was fun. So I've got one on the violations front. So, of course, smoking, big thing, you know, big, vi big everybody's worried about it. And, and uh, so in one of my HOAs, the... Rule was that you could not smoke within 25 feet of the doorway, of anybody's doorway. Um, you had to be more than 25 feet away before you could smoke. So I had an HOA uh, board president who was, we won't get into him. Anyway, um, 
he was he swore that this person was violating this rule all the time. This woman would come out of her house, she'd go and she'd walk down the sidewalk a little ways away and smoke. Yes, she was trying to, you know, to abide by the rule, whatever. So he goes out one day he decides, I know that, you know, she's, and he's all mad because he sees these, you know, he keeps seeing cigarette butts all over the ground, whatever, thinks they're hers. Takes a picture of her, you know, when she goes out smoking. He's doing this incognito, so she didn't know. Anyway, she goes back in the house. He goes over literally to where she was, pulls out a tape measure and measures from where she was standing to the closest door. Oh my 23 feet, 11 inches. She missed it by a foot, basically. She misses it by a foot. He sends it to me. Technically 13 inches. Come on. If we're getting technical with the tape measure, 13 inches. A foot and an inch. Whatever. She missed it by an inch. I mean, I, I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the tape measure an inch uh, right. either way. Okay, so we'll just say she missed it by a foot. Misses oh it by gosh. a foot. And so he sends it to me. And of course, I gotta send a fine. I mean, I have to. He's got proof that she's not more than 25 feet away, or at least 25 feet away. So here I am. And, you know, how am I yeah. explaining? She's like, she, of course, was not pleased. And she comes, and she's like, I walk down, I'm at least 25 feet away. And I'm just like, you know, sorry. You know, actually, somebody measured. She was, she found out somebody had pulled out a tape measure. She was pissed. I mean, but what could I do? Had to send the fine. She ended up, uh, going to the board meeting and you know raising ruckus and she actually got the fine overturned luckily but i mean it just uh, crazy stuff that people will do uh, and you know and letter of the law watched her that's and right knowing that she was maybe about a foot shy of where she should have been couldn't he have just walked up to her and said excuse me like let's deal with this as adults <laughs> well the problem was is that there were all these other cigarette butts that were closer turns out those weren't hers but yeah. he didn't know that he just assumed that those were hers because she was the only one that he kept seeing going out there to do it, it turns out there was uh, other people that doing it like late at night or something when he wasn't awake or whatever and said so, then they were just leaving their bus there so he just assumed that they were hers because he was the only one that or she was the only one that he would see walking out right. to, to take the smoke so yeah Ugh. you'd hope that he would just go talk to her though you know, it's just, it's... Wasn't his way. Wasn't his way. <laughs> wasn't his way. I'm going to stand behind the manager that's and right. you find him. That's right. Wasn't his way. All right. So uh, that's kind of the talk about uh, the horror of the HOA and definitely a good idea to get the, the difference uh, out between uh, the property manager and the HOA board and who is actually running the show, who actually is calling the shots and what the property manager's role is in the, in the whole uh, line of things. Uh, so let's move on to uh, some HOA news and uh, advice. Kelsey. Um, our advice for this week is questions that you can ask your management company. Um, these are questions when you are interviewing a management company, if your board has been unhappy with the service they've been receiving with their current company. Um, these are just some good questions that you can ask them because they're super important and people don't always view these as important questions because they're not the first ones that come to mind. The first one that we have is how many HOAs does each manager at your company manage? We've seen companies that have their managers managing 20, 25, 30 homeowners associations. And that's a lot. Yeah. That's and that's going to kill you. Yeah. And you get burnout real fast and they're not going to be the ones that are responding to your emails in a timely manner and answering your phone calls when you have questions because they have 20 to 25 other communities that are doing that. The next question is who is my manager going to be for my homeowners association? Because if they're not there at that meeting, um, that proposal meeting, that's a good question because you want to know exactly who you're dealing with because it may not be the person that you're interviewing. It may be the owner of the company. 
Um, but I think to know their personality and know if they're going to mesh well with the board is also a really great thing. One of the other ones is what are all the items that my HOA is going to be charged for? So you want to see upfront, what are the rate sheets like? What are they charging for postage? What are they charging for mailings? What are they charging for extra meetings? Items like that, because then you can kind of know financially if this is a good switch for you or not and what services you know if you're going to use or not going to be using. I think the rate sheet's a great idea. Name everything that you could possibly charge the HOA for because the nickel and dime game, management companies make money on two different ways usually. It's their upfront management fee or all the extras. And, and usually if you get a really low bid up front, I'd plan on some extras. Yeah. They're, they're going to be coming out. And, and if they have to spell out in their contract how much all those items can be, I think it's really, it's prudent for the HOA boards to request those and make them part of the management agreement. So there's 100%. no surprises. And if there is a lot of fees, then that's, that's a red flag in and of itself right there. So as long as they're reasonable, I mean, the, there is a lot of expense that goes into managing a sure. property, you know, notices, it, notices, maintenance, vendors, you know, there, there's a lot that goes into it. Just have them spell it out and have it make sense. And you don't want to, you don't want to get in with a management company that's just nickel and diming you all the way. Right. It, it adds up really quick. If it's $5,000 for a mailing, then you know, that's probably a little steep. Yes. I mean, I know the post office keeps making stamps more expensive, but I mean, really, probably not five grand. That'd probably be a little bit too much so all right well thanks for that kelsey we appreciate the the uh, news and advice right there uh let's move on to what the hoa before we get there we're going to uh, hit our sponsor one more time the hoa show brought to you by homesearch.com the number one resource for instant download of fha renewal docs reserve studies and resale documents for homeowners associations homesearch.com h-o-m-e-c-e-r-t-s.com uh, I believe what the HOA this week is me. This whole segment, the whole point of this segment is you're not sure as an as a property manager whether to laugh or to cry in these situations uh, that come up. So uh, here it goes. Uh, one of the uh, one of the things we like to do as property management companies uh, and the property management company that I worked for was do a barbecue once a year for the homeowners associations that we manage. So uh, we prepared, uh, one of the homeowners associations prepared a barbecue, uh, but this homeowners association happened to be very, very strict on no parking on the street. So their guidelines, I think kind of narrow streets, and so their guidelines were no parking, as in nobody could park on the street. So the question came up in the HOA board meeting, well, what happens when we have this little barbecue? If we get a lot of people that are going to come, some of them might want to drive their car down to it. I mean, I guess they didn't want to walk the, the 700 feet or whatever it was from their from their house to the to the clubhouse uh but they said what happens when the you know when these people oh, okay well we'll talk to the the towing company and uh, we'll tell them that you know for today for this section of time or whatever there's not going to be you know people are allowed to, to park in the street and there's not going to be anything they forgot to tell the towing company this. Oh, no. So the, the, the board or the manager? No, the board. No, <laughs> okay. the board. The board. It was not the manager. The, the board said they were going to do it. I was the manager, man. Come on now. Just needed some clarification. I, my, I do my job. Yeah. No, it was that was the board was supposed to, uh, and they didn't. So the day of the barbecue arrives, I'm there cooking up hot dogs and hamburgers, and we're having a good old time, and people are coming. 
in and they're parking and they're parking up around the corner and all of a sudden the 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 uh, towing company thinks it's Christmas, man. They oh think it's Christmas God. time. Oh and they're just boom. They're, they're just calling their and buddies. so we're all up here at the <laughs> front up near the clubhouse and around the back, around the corner where all these people are parked, they're just like hauling cars up, oh, like left and oh right, man. They're just gosh. so I get this call from the, from somebody up the street. I think it was I don't even know who it was. I don't know if it was a board member or a resident. I can't remember. Anyway, that there's this all that this is going down, and I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. So I I gotta stop my barbecue and I go. I walk up around the corner, and here's the situation: tow truck driver has the car up on the 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 back of the the tow truck. He wants ninety bucks to drop the car right there. There's a mass group of people all in one family that had uh, that had been the ones that had the, this car being towed. One of them is brandishing a crowbar. <gasps> He's ready to go over and throw down with the tow truck driver. And I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding. This can't be happening. So fortunately, two board members had come with me when I'd walked up around the corner. They went over to the tow truck driver and they were able to tell them, you know, to, hey, we, we, we we're sorry. We forgot to inform you that this was going to be happening and people are going to be parking on the street. And so, uh, and so eventually it all got worked out. But for a second there, I thought we were going, I thought we were rumbling the Bronx, man, throwing down <laughs> right on the street. It was going down, you crowbars and, you know, somebody's wandering around going, on warriors come out to play yay and it was gonna be bad it was gonna be way bad uh fortunately he dropped the car and uh they actually they brought the cars back but if i remember correctly i think the hoa had to pay the towing company uh to to get the cars to come back not the full amount they didn't have they didn't charge them it was like 250 bucks a car or something like that uh, they didn't have to pay the full amount but they did have to pay uh for their oversight and not telling the 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 towing company. So that was, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I'll tell oh, you. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. I know. And that was, I walked around and I was like, I walked around the corner. I see this and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is it's not going to end well. No this, matter what no, this is bad. This yeah. is just bad. Yeah. I was like, do I laugh? Do I cry? What do I do? I don't. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't your fault. That's right. At least it was, at least I can point to it not being my fault. So. <laughs> you got the email to prove that the board that said is correct. That they, they, they were going, were going to, take care, to take care of it. That is right. Absolutely. So. If it's not in an email, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. That's, that's and we know that. Right. That's right. If it's not any or on a voicemail. Yes. So. All right. That's going to wrap up our discussion on choosing your property manager wisely. Uh, but let's figure out uh, what we learned today. Mary, give us some uh, bullet points to look for uh, when you're picking your property manager and your HOA board. Well, when you're thinking about the future of your homeowners association, just keep in mind a few things. There are, uh, with your property manager, obviously it's a paid position. You want to make sure that you're choosing somebody that you can work with as a board. Um, and when you're looking at choosing board members, uh, remember that, you know, it's a volunteer position, but those people need to act in a professional manner. So there are a few things to kind of keep in mind. One is that they can focus on the big picture hold productive meetings, protect against liabilities, remember their fiduciary duties, acknowledge staff and volunteers, know what that they get what they pay for, speak with one voice, be able to work together, put aside their personal agendas and make sure that they can work as a group and when something comes to a head that they can, you know, move on from that. Uh, communicate positively and regularly with uh, the homeowners association members and have a sense of humor and most importantly, that they value integrity and honesty and credibility. So we get to work with a lot of people. 
as a homeowners association managers, as realtors, as as homeowners, as as fellow board members, and it's a fun position. Uh, it's a great it's a great time. There are a lot of great homeowners association boards and board members out there. We make a lot of fun and we tell a lot of funny stories about people that have these horror stories. But there are a lot of great homeowners associations sure, yeah. out there, and you know the the idea is to increase the value of your property by having a good homeowners association, and we all want that in the long run. We all want to have a good neighborhood to live in and a a beautiful neighborhood to live in and nice neighbors. And so uh, when you're choosing people, just just look to the future and and be open minded. I think, you know, we can can all benefit from that. And test them and see how well they can drive a golf cart drunk zigzagging across the road. Right. That might be it. There may be a test at the end. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone bring your golf carts. Get on in. We'll see. It's how we're voting this year. Bring the cones. Uh, uh, <laughs> we could set up a set up a road test. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's awesome. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, for Kelsey, Brian, and Mary, I am Jason Hurst. Once again, pray for no floods and fires, and we'll see you next time. Zip across the road from hole to hole in their golf carts and pull them over and give them a DUI. Once that can's on the curb, it's a it's fair game. Anyone can go through it pulls out a tape measure and measures from where she was standing to the closest door.